Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Uh, but we're talking a lot of Oregon-UCLA. It's a big game on the fan, of course, tomorrow. We're going to be down there doing the pregame show, and the guy that's going to be with me, uh, other than Dusty Harris, the one and only Anthony Newman, Q, the OG number eight. And, uh, Anthony, first off, good morning to you. Thanks for getting up early. You texted me last night at 1.30, so I know you didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Uh, I got to start, though, buddy. You, you're game planning for Lake Ridge tonight. I don't know if you know this. There is a Swigard on Lake Ridge's team. There's number nine. It's yeah. Jay Swigard. So, like, give me the scouting report. What stands out about Lake Ridge? What are you seeing about the Swigard family on the football field? Hey, this is going to be a tough battle for us. You know, they 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 run. Spencer Phillips, the 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 head coach, he's the offensive coordinator. He runs a lot of different formations. Uh, they do a lot of eye candy. Uh, they they run the ball well. They throw the ball well. Uh, Jason, he's, he plays tight end, uh, kind of kind of receiver type, uh, good football player. So we got to come play. You know, we have some dudes though. <laughs> we we got some dudes at Westland though. So it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun game. <laughs> you know, Anthony, I said this a couple of weeks ago. You'll enjoy this. I said, uh, you know, these coaches they have no work life balance. If I'm a coach, I'm working ten hours and I'm calling it good, and and we'll be ready to go. You're coaching high school and you're staying up till one a.m. What is wrong with you guys? You guys are all sickos. <laughs> Hey, that's hey, that's just it's football, man. I love the game, yeah. and I want to have I want to make sure my kids have success. So I want to give them information. I want to provide them stuff that they can you know use on the field and 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 uh, and be successful at it. So I I'll do all the work. I'll stay up all night, you know, getting those indicators and tendencies and and give it to them, and and they can go and they can go ball out. I love it, man. You would have been a great high school coach to play for it. So good luck tonight against Lakers. We had to, we had to start there. Let's get to the big game tomorrow, Q. We're going to be down there uh, doing the pregame show. Game day is going to be in town. I mean, top 10 matchup at Autzen doesn't get much better than this. I want to start with an angle that we haven't really talked much about this week, and that is that both teams are coming off a bye. So I, I love that they're going to be fresh, yeah. and one team doesn't have an advantage over the other in that regard. But from your experience as a coach or as a player, either in college or the NFL, like how beneficial was that in, A, not only like getting healthy and getting rest, but, B, like I've heard from a lot of coaches this week about the self-scouting and the things that you could do to go over your film and, and see if you can find those tendencies maybe or weaknesses that hadn't shown up earlier. How beneficial were buys for you as a coach or as a player? You know, it's funny. It's 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 really beneficial beneficial because when you have that buy, you have that extra time to find out all about that other team. Cause you have more time to do that. You don't have a week. You got two weeks, uh, and then you can get healthy. But here's the thing: a lot of times when when teams come off a buy, they're a little rusty. They they don't play real well that first quarter. They make some mistakes. And in this football game, it's the team that makes the most mistakes 
is going to lose. This this team is both teams are, are they can run the football, they can throw the football, they can score points. They both have a good defense. But if you start making mistakes and you start giving the ball away and and you do the things that you shouldn't do that's going to hurt your team, you're going to fall behind. And you don't want to fall behind in this game. So, yeah, the bye week is great. You can get healthy. But when you come out that first quarter, you better be on point because if you're not, then it's going to hurt you in in the fourth quarter. Well, what is a day like tomorrow typically like for a player or even a, a coach, I guess, because this was a game that you know Dirt was complaining earlier. He's like, this should be a 5 o'clock kick. This is ridiculous. It's probably the biggest game in college football. It should be prime time. Oregon's wearing pink and black, which looks great under the lights, but in the day, I, I don't know how it looks. <laughs> and so, like, I'm kind of just curious from the football player angle here. 5 o'clock kick, it's like USC-Utah last weekend. It's a dangerous, hostile environment in the night, but Utah in the day isn't quite the same as when those lights get turned on. I think Autzen's going to be loud and ready but what's it like for the player to have to kick at 12.30 versus getting ready for a 5 o'clock kick? Well, I love 12.30. And that's <laughs> all I knew was 12.30. Because you just get up and you go play football. That's what you want to do. You don't want to get up and watch these other teams play because you're, you're getting, you know, you're jealous. You're going, oh, I want to get out there. And you're sitting around, walking around. You're pacing in your room. Uh, the coaches are having meetings. Like, we don't need to meet. Let's just go play football. And so when you get up at 12.30 or when you get up at, what, 9 to go play at 12.30, you get it done. And then when you win, you get, you get to relax and go watch the other games. <laughs> you know, so that they, that's what they want. They want to get up and just go play football and get this game over with. And just the excitement of this game, the buildup, you're like, okay, are we going to play? Let's go, let's go, let's go. So I, I like the 12:30 games. Now maybe some guys, I don't know, they might like the the, the late games because they want to sleep in a little bit. But you don't, you can't sleep in. Matter of fact, it's it's kind of crazy because the late games, the coaches wake you up earlier because they want you to get up to walk to walk around and move around to get going. So the 12:30 games, that that's a that's a good time to fly. Yeah, this is the old, the Q kickoff time, right? 12:30 every weekend, oh, yeah. maybe back in the day. We're yeah. talking with Anthony Newman, OG number eight, uh, a, a duck legend, and uh, on the pregame show with us every Saturday, and you can hear that tomorrow on the fan from 8 a.m. until 10:30. You know, we we've talked a lot about Oregon's defense this year, Anthony, and I the numbers are pretty good against the run. I'm curious just what you're seeing and, and what they're doing in that regard. How you feel about a guy like Justin Flo, who is going to need to play? A big impact this weekend, right? Because we know how well UCLA can run the football. But then on top of that, just what you're seeing from the secondary. You're a secondary guy. Uh, this is a, you know, you got a guy like Bridges who struggled a little bit at that QB2 spot. You've seen Dante Manning and Julio Florence start to take a few more snaps and then you use a little more rotation. Uh, but what are you seeing from Oregon's defense and just how they, you think they're going to match up against UCLA this weekend? Well, it's funny you asked about the defense. I think this game is going to come down to who who plays the better defense, what team makes the most plays or gets the most stops on defense and give that give the offense the ball back. Oregon can play defense. Oregon has a lot of dudes, uh, but they're going to be challenged. And Chip Kelly, he knows how to scout his opponent. He knows what advantages and matchups he wants to take advantage of. The linebackers, Oregon has some great linebackers, run linebackers. I think Chip Kelly is going to take advantage of the Oregon linebackers in the passing game, make them cover people, make them cover space, see what they can do in space. That scares me a little bit. In the passing game, you know, UCLA has a good passing game, uh, but Oregon has some DBs. Now, you know, Chip Kelly may find some holes in that passing game, and he may stay away from the guys like Gonzalez who can play. But at the same time, when you have an experienced quarterback, a DTR for UCLA, 
the guy's experience. I mean, he's played five years for Chip <laughs> Kelly. That's kind of scary. I mean, it really is because, you know, you have an Oregon defense that's new. You have a bunch of guys who are playing together. They're kind of new. You've got a new coaching staff. And Chip Kelly and DTR has been together for a long time. So on paper, that kind of looks like, oh, man, I, I don't know about that. But when you look at the Oregon defense, there's a lot of playmakers. That's the key. There's a ton of playmakers. And if you get in there and start making plays for four quarters, then it, what, what looks like on paper doesn't matter. It's on the field when guys are making plays. That's what matters. Does a guy like you, who's had all these ties to Oregon, your career there, the relationships you've built over the years, I mean, it wasn't like for a long time Oregon had a, a you know this turnstile of coaches coming in and out. For a long time it was – consistency and you know chip ended up leaving yeah. but chip comes in and, and elevates a program to heights you know i've already heard chip saying you know this, there's no emotion for me we're coming we're playing we're leaving that's kind of it for him and he's not wired that way i'm curious from an alum i'm sure you had a relationship of some sort with chip when he was here does does any of that stuff still mean anything do you see chip or i'm kind of just curious from the alum and fan standpoint chip kelly coming back to Otson, given everything he had when he was in eugene I'll be respectful of Chip Kelly. <laughs> That's it. You know, hey, he's done, he, he did a lot for Oregon. I give him that. Thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> but after that, <laughs> you know, hey. <laughs> Real subtle but, there, know, Anthony. Real subtle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, we, we, let's, next question. <laughs> uh, how's Dan Lanning doing reaching out to former players? Is he doing a better job of that? <laughs> Dan Lanning's doing great. We go. love Dan Lanning. We, we, we get to go Dan. see. We get to go watch practice. We get to interact with the team. We get to do all the kind of things. We get to get involved yeah. uh, as alumni should. So, anyway, yeah, okay. Hey, Q, you, you could ask me how I feel about Gary Anderson and his Oregon State stuff. We could, we could, we could do that. We could go down that route. I'll tell you how I feel about that. Hey, what's the, what's the, what's the film study been on Jaden Grant this year? He's, he's having a great year, man. That Oregon, Oregon State defense is pretty, pretty damn good. He, you know what? Jaden Grant is doing an excellent job of being aggressive, and that's what he was missing last year. He, you know, he, he wasn't – I think the question mark was, you know, can he play at the next level? Can he make those tackles against the big boys? He's only about 185 pounds, 190 pounds wet. Uh, but can he be aggressive? Oh, he is aggressive. He's flying up, making big-time hits. Uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a playmaker in the back end. Uh, he's a general back there leading the team. So, you know, I, I'm not – I'm not watching about. I'm not. I don't care about Oregon State. I'm just. Get, don't get it twisted. I have. I have. I have no love for Oregon State. But I am watching number three, Jaden Grant. Uh, yeah. Plus, um, my daughter makes me watch Jaden Grant. Makes, <laughs> makes me watch the games. So, <laughs> you know. So that there's a there's a there's a different story there in that whole deal. But uh, he's playing really good football. And he was just. It's funny. He was just here last night. We were talking and going over the game plan. And he was talking to him about. Uh, you know, they got kind of an easier game in the Buffaloes, yeah. you know, this 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 Saturday. But uh, it's it's fun to watch him play. It's it's really fun to watch him. You know, I love him to death. So he's doing a great job. Yeah, it's uh, it's basically a pseudo bye week for them, and I'm gonna enjoy that. You have to be in attendance at that game when Oregon State beat you guys at the end of the year. That's gonna be fun. Um, oh no, wait, that hurt. Yeah, Don't come on, well, Don't do that this early. It's it's gonna be awkward too because it's gonna be like, oh, let me give Anthony a hug. I just beat his his team, and you're gonna be like, okay, I guess Jaden, here's a hug. I I hate you right now, but all right.
It's all right. We all know this is this, this is the beaver trash talk that comes in uh, October. We all know how it Q, usually plays out. Q, can I ask you a, a UCLA Oregon question here? I, I asked this to Dirt. Yeah. I'm curious your thoughts. Um, if UCLA succeeds in slowing down uh, Bucky Irving and Whittington, if they can slow the run game down, do you think Oregon can win this game through the air? Uh, yes, I can because there's one guy who also can run the football, and that's Bo Nix. Okay, because Bo Nix, anytime, and I know DTR for UCLA, he can run the ball as well, but Bo Nix is dangerous as, as a defender because, yeah, you stop the running game. They go, okay, let's stop the passing game. And then it's third and 15, and you look up, and Bo Nix is running down the field, and he's not only going 15 yards, you know, 20 yards, he's doing the distance. He's going 50 yards for a touchdown. That is dangerous. So you've got to control your rush when you're trying to, you know, rush the quarterback. You've got to have a guy watching him uh, as a linebacker. Now you take him away from dropping back in coverage. And that hurts a defense. That, it, it's, it makes you nervous as a defensive coordinator when you have that type of quarterback that you have to defend. So they may stop the running game. But, you know, I look at it this way real quick. Yeah, the running game is, is stout for Oregon, and the running game is stout for UCLA. But UCLA has one running back. Oregon has about three running backs, including Bo Nix. Mm-hmm. So that you talk about depth. You talk about the fourth quarter. When you start to get tired, when you start to get exhausted, and you have to make a play, all of a sudden Oregon is fresh in the running game. they got a great offensive line that I'm going to lean on. The offensive line for Oregon is better than UCLA's offensive line. So I'm going to lean on them. I think it's going to be hard to stop the Oregon running game. you got, you got three good running backs, and, and again, including Bo Nix, who can take care of business for four quarters of football, not one or two, four quarters of football. Yeah, you want a fun experience, I'll tell you what. Walk around Austin Stadium with Anthony Newman. It's a, it's a fun time. He is, that dude is the mayor of Eugene, Oregon, and uh, he's, he's, he's kissing babies and shaking hands with everybody. I feel, I, I feel like he's going to be shaking hands, and then he's going to have a moment pregame where he's going to peacock his chest out by the UCLA sidelines looking around like, anybody want to say something? Yeah, kind of strut around a little bit over there, you know. We did. Uh, uh, yes, I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, is the boot off, by the way? Are you walking? Are you full go? Oh, I'm walking, bud. I'm walking. Okay. Hey, right. hey. We're, 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 I'm strolling now. I got a little slow jog now. I'm good to go. I love Let's it, go. I love it. I'm hey. strolling. Well, good luck tonight, buddy. Uh, good luck defending the Swigards. They're tough. They can be feisty on the football field. So good luck against that. And uh, thanks for, for getting up. Hopefully you can go back to sleep for a bit. And I'll see you down at Austin tomorrow. Thanks as always, man. All right, guys. Hey, guys, I appreciate it. Appreciate it big time. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.